Welcome to East Coast DNA. We have a good year, good most of the band here, which is more than we usually get. <laughs> uh, Tim, you've definitely uh, been referenced a few times, and Brandon, you're always uh, accommodating when we get the chance to sit down. So it's uh, nice to have you guys back. And Israel, we've never actually sat down to talk on any of these episodes. So it's no, nice to have you here for sure. Nice to do it finally. And uh, missing from the picture, you don't have uh, Connor there with you today. Is is he off with uh, Ata and Jax or? Doing... <laughs> He's off doing Connor business as usual. No, yeah. he's teaching at Long McQuaid today. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, he could he couldn't make it in today. So I, I actually probably see him more than any of you, and he's rarely on the podcast either. So it's kind of funny. <laughs> Hard to so, pin down. <laughs> yeah, now that I do have all three of you here, I, I do want to start for a second with uh, Ezra because we haven't had an opportunity here. I did mention to you a couple times in person that I was aware of your art outside of music yeah. and you incorporate that in with your music career as well. Mm -hmm. So I know that you've done some album covers and some t-shirts and stuff for a few other bands outside of good dear good as well but you also wrote a children's book years ago <laughs> yeah yeah way way back when i was when i was a teenager i did that one um yeah visual arts it was always that that used to be like what the dream was i i thought i was going to go into visual arts and design and then music took over and doing that yeah program it just kind of solidified it but I still I still love designing things for bands I love to draw um I love the whole like visual part of music so much and with good dear good I know you don't do all of the artwork did you do the new album cover or did you guys have someone else for that one uh, that was JD Boudreaux yeah okay. did, yeah did the um the EP uh, artwork yeah perfect so I'll, I'll have to keep an eye out for more of their work as well Oh, it's amazing. Oh, it's incredible. He, he does such a good so job. Yeah. yeah, there's, it, I'm noticing that there's a few people that have that a similar line work that are, mm -hmm. it seems to be becoming like the Halifax indie look for, like, <laughs> for artwork lately. Anyway, the last maybe two, three years. Uh, so anyway, I do know that, Ezra, once again, for your artistic side, as far as visuals, that you uh, have a solo career as well. I've caught some of your showcases before and I've, I've seen some of the material that you've put out online and you have sort of a superhero persona type uh, <laughs> yeah. aspect to that as well. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you're able to continue in parallel with Good Dear Good? Or I do realize you're also doing a lot of work with Keeper E. Yes. Oh. Uh, so yeah, these three bands are all really important to me. Um, and yeah, so far it's been great being able to, you know, it's like all my friends at the same time. So I get to play music with my, with my people. And then, um, but yeah, Isra Fitch is, um, is also very important to me. We'll have to keep an eye out for more of that coming in the future. I'm sure that over the next few months that uh, Good Dear Good is a priority for all of you because there's a new EP coming out on June 16th. 
and yeah. so arrivals the name of it which i keep finding personally funny because i kept waiting for the arrival <laughs> well that's kind of the yeah it's been the running title with like i think since we started really like, yeah. yeah the first ep will be kind of it will be called arrival yeah. and now it's you know four years into having the band and it's uh finally here <laughs> finally arrived so and so nice. will that ep be a collection like you've had songs out in the past you've had some music videos out in the past uh, we've probably played all of your singles in one of our playlists over the last couple of years for this podcast too and i know when you did the uh the emerge video series there there was a few new songs that were in there that you've since released as singles like with full studio versions mm -hmm. so is this ep a collection of singles to date or is there new material slid in there as well yeah so it's uh, it's going to be seven songs in total um so the first five are our previously released singles um and then we have two bonus tracks um other thing and then arrival which is kind of like the the theme uh theme song of the ep itself um so uh yeah so two bonus tracks that haven't been released before plus our uh newly released or previously released music as well and i think as of this recording coffee and sunshine is in the uh east coast countdown number eight maybe oh and, cool. uh, <laughs> i wasn't aware of that that's cool <laughs> yeah awesome. as of this recording let's pretend that everybody's heard it on the radio i maybe heard it in a little in advance but yes <laughs> you're number eight as of this recording so uh cool. congratulations awesome. there thanks uh, keep an eye out for you on the cioe list as well they didn't as of this recording, the, the latest list isn't out yet, so I'll, I'll have to keep an eye out to see your name popping up in there as well. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> and you've since Coffee and Sunshine. Was better released after that? Yes, yeah. So a month after Coffee and Sunshine was better, and then a month after Better is the EP. <laughs> Month-ish, so it's not quite to the date, but... Awesome. Close. So I'm sure that at some point, once some of the buzz off the first couple singles dies down a little bit and the ep's out there's going to be another one of those probably one of the newer songs probably as a, another follow-up single at some point yeah so we're actually um currently recording um right after this interview actually we're going to go up and upstairs and finish up recording uh we're releasing um a cover of july by noah cyrus it's been a part of our cool. set for the last little while now um, so that's going to be coming out in July. Um, and then, yeah, hope, hoping in the fall to do some uh, some more recording um, or some more releases of our newer stuff and our more kind of stripped back stuff. So look for any new music videos coming out of this? Uh, nothing really planned yet. We have some plans to, or sorry, uh, nothing um, that's come to fruition yet, but we have some plans to do some recording when we're in Toronto next week, maybe a little camcorder, <laughs> um, see what comes of that. But, uh, yeah, no, nothing uh, as far as music videos go that's uh, solidified yet, but. And now you mentioned going to Toronto. So at the time of the EP release, you'll be at North by Northeast. Is that correct? Yeah, the yeah. Day, day of our showcase. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty exciting. It, we, I'm assuming that uh, some of the masterminds you have uh, working with you had timed some of that, or is that just a happy coincidence? It was absolute coincidence. <laughs> it I was, love it. It was something that um, I had applied for 
like it feels like a year ago like it was it was even before we started working with lulo so it all just really really came together coincidentally awesome. very uh very luckily <laughs> it was pretty cool very quick yeah I, I i shouldn't admit it but probably 99 percent of the things that look like i put a lot of effort into coordinating stuff for the podcast it was just yeah somebody's on your side obviously they're like here's your date and here's your time slot and you're like oh that's the same day yeah. he comes out yeah like, <laughs> like yeah 10 p.m on a friday at this festival out of the province and it's the day that our ep comes out it's ideal <laughs> yes perfect and good for you to get exposure in a different region because you're you're obviously known well in this region on the east coast so it's good for you to be getting all of that exposure at the same time totally but you are coming back and i did see that you have a date in august in uh in ganesh yes yeah, yeah. august 5th so yeah. that is that a festival lineup yeah it's like a, it's a day festival that runs from like i think it's like 3 p.m to 11 um lots of other really great artists on that one as well um i'm from that area like i'm mm -hmm. from needles harbor which is uh sorry leroy's my bear cats knock and everything all over the place. My phone. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my team but uh but yeah i'm from Niels harbor which is like a half an hour away from inganish and uh just lots of good friends there and my uh my buddy darren was putting together the show and i haven't been home with the full band yet which is super exciting um so he threw us on there and we get to go rock the ski hill <laughs> perfect and so you will have a lot of like kind of hometown fans that'll be coming out for something like that too. So. A lot of people from home haven't seen us live before. Like we played Sydney a couple of times. So a few people have made the trip from there, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be cool to show everybody what we've been up to the last little while for sure. And Brandon, are you from that area or are you from? Another I'm from Lake Bay, so okay. a bit further away. Yeah. And for the, new album i knew that uh with the re-recordings of some of the songs there because i had heard songs live and heard things on some video content that you had online before but i i had written you there when uh coffee and sunshine came out mm -hmm. about the just the the sound for the bass it sounded a lot fuller in that recording and it just really i i said that to somebody else on one of these episodes recently that a bass hook in a song usually grabs me like right away if there's a really yeah. good one at the beginning of the song i i'll probably listen to the song five or six times before i realize there's anything else going on in there i so totally agree that one grabbed me right off the bat <laughs> uh, did you find that with uh recording the ep that you changed your style at all going into these songs because like i said i've heard you perform them before and it sounds a little different on the recording I don't think so. I feel like it's just mainly like when you when you're going into record, it's very much like, you know, I mean business in here. Like, but I'm when I'm on the stage, it's like we're very much like having fun sort of thing. So I think that might be more of the difference. Yeah. Like I feel like it might be more like uppity and like poppier in in like the live sections. Mm -hmm. But when recording, I think I'm trying to make it a bit more like professional and like keep it like perfect i guess if that's what i'm trying to say yeah where does uh john Mullane come in there the future dad uh, with him working on the album does, is he guiding you guys a little bit on tweaking some things from his experience working with other bands and 
his own music? Uh, not, not so much anymore. Um, he helped us with production and pretty much we did everything from the ground up with John for the first three singles. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for these more recent ones, um, we did rhythm guitar, bass, and drums at Fang with Thomas Stacer. Um, and then we did recording at home for vocals, synth, lead guitar, and uh, backup vocals. Um, and then John mixes everything. So he does the mixing and editing, okay. things like that. Um, and then he sends it off to Christian Montano for mastering. Um, so John's still a very large portion of uh, our processes now. Um, but this sort of like this streamlined kind of work, uh, this sorry, method, um, just really, really picked up the pace with us able to um, record things just because before it was just like we have many different schedules <laughs> to, to coordinate yeah. so people do to do a lot of that from home um, was huge so it was very very helpful in us getting everything out as quick as we did and I didn't even mention anything to do uh, with is or working with like a motorcycle I'm mm-hmm. I'm planning on covering more of that on a future episode hopefully in the very near future as well so we will revisit that for anyone that's like what's Darcy talking about but do you find well like tim and brandon like you guys are partners so you're obviously together a lot so coordinating your schedules would be exponentially easier (laughs) but working as a full band do you find it hard to coordinate everyone because there is a lot of activity everyone in the band is busy doing all sorts of things all the time Mm -hmm. so is it hard to coordinate or do you pretty much have to say all right, with the group of us are doing this effort for this project for this period of time. So we got to kind of focus on that in these pockets of time. Yeah, it, it, it's like, like anything, I guess, it's just a matter of, you know, giving everybody enough notice to like get things sorted because I, mm-hmm. I understand that like everybody has, even aside from music stuff, everybody has their personal stuff going on and you kind of need to plan around that. So um, thankfully anything that we're doing is usually pretty far in advance. We know what's going on so we can plan accordingly, whether that's, you know, needing to get a sub for a certain show or, you know, needing to reschedule things with other people, whatever, whatever works best for us. But it's, um, it's, it's like, like anything, it, it takes some time to kind of, you know, settle into those, uh, methods of working. But now that we're kind of used to it, it's absolutely fine for sure. And now I know that the first couple singles that you were promoting throughout this year with Lulo lyrically, I know you talked a lot about things with mental health and I know being that this is pride month as well. It's not something that I normally talk about a lot on the podcast because I don't specifically point out any of that in the music that I listen to. But I know that that's something that's important to your band as well to kind of both represent and make sure that people know that your shows are safe spaces. But I'm curious between those two things and being that this is Pride Month, so I mean, it is topical. I almost feel like I have a little bit of an obligation to bring the topic up anyway. So I'm curious, does that actually I come from an extreme point of privilege where I can choose whether or not I even witness anything happening out there right so is that has that been an issue for the band at all like I anything that I've been around was in a safe space so everything was celebrating the music 
but have you guys had any controversy with that over the years? Thankfully, not really. Not directed directly at us as yeah. a name, I wouldn't say. I'm sure we've all had our individual run-ins with issues sure. in any mm-hmm. sort of degree. But um, thankfully, yeah, for the most part, it's just been very much support that we've received um, as far as the band goes. And like, um, yeah, like it's, it's, you know, the music comes first. It just happens that we are part of this community. So we want to yeah. make sure everybody who is, you know, also sharing these feelings or sharing this sort of um, community that we're in, we want them to know that they're welcome at all times. And anybody is like, anybody's welcome yeah. at our We don't want anybody to feel like they can't show up anywhere without, um, you know, or with uh, being uncomfortable. Yeah. And I've not, uh, like I said, I've not witnessed anything myself on either side. I've not seen anyone that's like, well, I can't go to that show because I don't feel comfortable or, or I don't like that band because of that. Like I, I don't witness any of that, but I was curious just based on the fact that the timing of the year and everything that's going on, we did, uh, see some stuff locally in the news lately around here where there was maybe an indication that there's some not so friendly people around but it seems like that got stomped out pretty quick in my local region anyway so yeah and i think i think there's a lot of that stuff kind of cropping up everywhere Mm -hmm. not just in the maritimes or not just in the states it's everywhere because these people are you know given a platform now to voice them and um I mean, everybody has a platform when you're on social media. So it's just a matter of, you know, trying not to let it control how you are and who you are. Um, And like, yeah, just keep living your life as best you can. And that's all you can do. (laughs) And on the mental health side, um, I know the Coffee and Sunshine talks about kind of some of the systemic problems in our system. And uh, well, specifically... How long can it take to get help? But I know that uh, specifically for musicians in our region, I'd mentioned on this podcast before that there is that Sound Minds program, which is wonderful if anyone wants to reach out to them that's a musician or a member of any of our music organizations around here. There's, there's help available within Nova Scotia, and I'm sure that some of that extends outside of our region. Um, is there any particular organizations or anything that uh, you guys specifically wanted to give a shout out to? Um, yeah, I don't know if it's the same thing that you're speaking about, um, but through Music Nova Scotia, mm-hmm. um, it's something that I've used multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's uh, if you are a Music Nova Scotia member, um, you get free council sessions. <laughs> so um, you can speak with somebody um, if at, if it's, at least just to get you through a certain amount of time until you can see another doctor that you're more familiar with or whatever it is. Um, they've been incredibly helpful. Um, and it's, yeah, it's been huge. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that I would definitely recommend um, to any musician buds out there that are with Music Nova Scotia. If you need some counseling, that's a huge resource. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the most beneficial resource that you can get out of Music Nova Scotia in my, I mean, they offer more. Oh, yeah great yeah, things yeah i'm not saying that's the only thing that you can get out of there but uh no it, it's 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 a really yeah, really great big, big. resource yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'm not i'm not ashamed to admit i've used it myself it's like burnout is real and i'm sure that uh there's a lot of parallels between 
what I'm doing and what musicians are doing as far as how you can burn yourself out pretty quick in that, in that area. So it is a wonderful program. I do like to promote it. And it is sad to hear that people don't have the resources available to them. I have seen delays before for things, but uh, once again, I realize I have a point of privilege here where I've not had that experience where I've had to wait a very long period of time to get any help. But I do like to mention, especially since a lot of our audience is other musicians from the region, that there's help available and ready and willing to help you right now. So it's important just to speak up and reach out, identify when you need that help too, I guess. Yes, for sure. And so you guys are going to be going into a very, very busy period of time. So make sure that you look after yourselves as well. Yeah. <laughs> We've been trying. Yeah. yeah. And so before you uh, head up to Ontario, when are you heading out? You must be leaving soon. Thursday. <laughs> yeah. oh, Thursday, really, really soon. Yeah, so very yeah. soon. Getting excited. And you're going to be able to wrangle up uh, Connor and take him with you? <laughs> Connor's actually not coming with us this time. Oh, really? Um, so we uh, we have uh, Michael Arbu. Um, he's uh, he's played with Israel before. He plays mm-hmm. with Tevin Tynes. Is another group, uh, another person that he plays with. Um, great drummer. He's he's accompanying us for Toronto. Okay. Um, so he's filling in for Connor because uh, I can't remember where Connor's doing something that he can't make. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Now that I'm thinking the last references to Connor on this podcast was the little thread of him hiding from a family man visiting from Montreal because they were going to take over as the number one drummer. So I've not seen him <laughs> and I don't think it, the podcast has referenced him at all. And now you're saying that he's missing and you're not sure where he's at. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that. We've come to accept uh, accept that. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do have plans to reach back out to the guys from Family Man. Uh, so I'll have to check see if maybe they have any indication on where Connor is and maybe some proof of life. I, yeah, exactly. I, I suspect that he's tied up somewhere in Montreal. Yeah, a ransom note. And do you guys have more plans to be touring off the EP than going into the fall? You must be uh, ramping up some plans. Yeah, so we do have some stuff coming up in the fall. Um, that's when we're aiming to do an actual hometown release show. It's going to be mm-hmm. in the fall. Um, we're also playing at Contact East um, in September. So we're cool. going, to be going, uh, going to that in uh, Woody Point, Newfoundland. Really small little place. So we're very excited to go play at that. Yeah. So it's going to be going to be a really great time. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so we, we don't have anything sort of really set out yet as far as like a, a structured tour goes but it's definitely on the uh on the list of things to do probably in the later end of next year or beginning or sorry beginning of next year or later end of this year type thing you yeah, know we're getting closer to uh those time frames make sure to let us know what the dates are if we'll either do a follow-up or we'll uh we'll push some of the dates out in some of our social medias or uh might even get into doing some actual music news episodes at some point which was the original purpose of this podcast but it's been music interviews 99 percent of the time so wait and see where that goes yeah sounds good so i'm excited to hear the new album i can't wait to hear the new to me songs especially i'm sure they're great so i'm i'm very excited for that i do want to keep an eye on what you're all doing as individuals as well it should be uh pretty exciting year for you guys and i wish you all the best 
And hopefully your touring doesn't interfere with you attending music week this year. Cause I'd like to catch up with you again in November. If you happen to be around. Yeah. We're, we're, we'll be there regardless. So yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Have you guys been in that region as a band yet? Like down Yarmouth no, way? Never. Not as a band. No, yeah. I've never and, been person yeah. <laughs> newfoundland new for you guys as well too then with the yeah contact we haven't played outside of the province before or really wow. that much outside of halifax we played cape breton a bit but yeah well that's super exciting that's the time <laughs> yeah we'll definitely have to uh coordinate some type of follow-up maybe later in the summer early fall leading up to music week so we can hear about all your adventures and the success of the new ep yeah, yeah. absolutely sweet well, I'll thank you for your time today. And as we uh, end the episode, would you like your fans to hear a particular song? Uh, you can play better, I guess. Better is our newest one. That's the new baby out there. So, yeah. And, unless you guys had any other. Better. What do better? you think? Yeah. 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 Better. better works for me. Excellent. We'll, uh, we'll play off with better. And we'll we'll keep an eye out for your upcoming cover and your new EP. Yeah. And, uh, anyone that's in any of the tour date areas, be uh, sure to get out and catch this band while you can. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Hey. Is it really worth it? Do I even care? I worry, is it really something else out there? It floats to the surface with its menacing glare Asking why I gotta be so insincere Fumbling for it, struggling for it now Exceptional waste of